0: Ask a designer, anything.com. Hello, I'm Craig, as always, and thanks so much for tuning in. This is Ask a Designer Anything, episode 67. Today, I'm talking about how to create the perfect blog post. Maybe perfect is um, quite a bold term, but I'm going to be giving you some tips on how to create a really good blog post, something that will stand the test of time and actually people will want to read it too. So let's get started. I'm going to start by giving you a really vague tip and one, <laughs> to be honest, that's really hard to put into practice. And it's also one that only comes after you've got quite a bit of practice as well. And that is finding your voice. You've absolutely got to find your voice for your blog. It doesn't matter what kind of blog you're writing, whether it's whether it's quite a serious one or whether it's quite... Um, quite a funny one, or whether it's somewhere in between, you need to find the voice of your blog. Now, what I mean by that is the actual tone that you're using, the actual words that you use, the actual overall feeling that somebody gets when they read your blog post. I'm talking about it it not being too stuffy, and you don't want it to sound overly formal either. Most blog posts are kind of a little bit less formal, and I do see a trend towards Most communications, particularly blog posts and things like that, getting less formal. So don't be too worried about being really formal. You're not writing a report here, unless you are writing a report, and then maybe you need to be a bit more formal. But most of the time, there's no need to be overly formal, and it actually puts people off from reading things like that because they think it's a little bit boring. So you've got to make sure that it's fun to read and actually interesting to read, and it's got your own personality in it. You've got to try writing it how you talk and try and make it so it's a little bit unique and it's not just another person saying the same thing about another topic. The next thing to do is try and find a topic that will interest your audience. And the other vital part of this is getting them to share it with people. A blog post by itself sits in a vacuum. You've probably not got that many followers on your blog. If you have, brilliant, well done. You probably don't need the advice of what I'm giving you here. But if you've not got many readers of your blog, you need to make sure you pick topics that people actually want to read about. That doesn't necessarily mean that you pick things that you, they're only going to get a lot of traffic to your website. What I actually mean by that is trying to find out what your audience wants to read, or at least thinking a little bit about your audience before you start writing something. You've got to try and balance what you want to write with what you think your audience wants to read. Depending on what your purposes for the blog are, if, if your blog is only tend to be for yourself, for your own enjoyment, then this maybe doesn't matter too much. But if we're thinking about a business blog and the purpose of this is to drive traffic to your website, to ultimately lead to some kind of sale or to ultimately, ultimately lead some kind of contact with you, you need to be thinking about what your audience wants to read. So in that kind of instance, if you take something like maybe a mortgage company, a company that sells mortgages, you need to be writing blog posts that are going to get your audience to read them. So you want to be writing about things that are in their journey with what you normally do in your company. So for this instance, with mortgages, you might want to write about the different kinds of mortgages, or you might want to write about why they can't get a mortgage, or the different ways to get a mortgage Or why going to your bank is not the ideal way to get a mortgage. You see what I mean? Those kind of topics. You need to think about the audience or your clients and answer their questions or what they want to read because they're the kind of content that's going to last, that's going to stay around, that's going to be good in search engines because people are searching for this kind of stuff. And people, most importantly, are going to share the content too. You've also got to write at a decent length. I'm not talking about writing war and peace. I'm not talking about writing 4,000 words, but legitimately you could write 4,000 words if you wanted to. But the most important thing to think is not to write short blog posts. You need to write ones of length where you can get to a point where actually Google and other search engines have got something to actually read and store in their index. So the general guideline is 400 words, but that is the very, very minimum. 400 words is the general guideline if you want to start ranking for a particular piece of content in search engines now there's a lot of other things in that don't just take that if you write 400 words you'll suddenly be at number one in Google because that is not how Google works but you need to be considering at least writing 400 words I think 600 or sometimes if the topic warrants it I think even a thousand words can be better because it really allows you to get into the topic and it gives something for people to read rather than just scan over. It depends on your volume as well. If you're writing once a week, maybe a long form blog post is okay. If you're writing once a day, you can get away with writing only 400 words or maybe even less. It depends on your volume. If you're writing once a month, then maybe a 2000 word blog post is appropriate. It depends on your audience and it depends on your volume, but that is what you've got to decide. You need to decide on a schedule. I talk about schedules so much that I get sick of hearing myself say this thing, but content calendars. I mention content calendar over and over and over. And that basically means if you're writing a blog post, you need to have a plan of when you're going to write the rest of the blog posts. So don't look at a blog post as an individual thing. Don't sit down and read a blog post and think that is it think about it as a group of blog posts, ideally over a long period of time, ideally over maybe even a year of time. That's the best way to look at it. If you've got the ability to sit down for a couple of hours to generate around 12 months of blog posts, depending on what your schedule is, that could be once a week, once every day, once every month, once every two months, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter too much, but you need to Plan the schedule. That's what's most important. And that's what I'm really getting at there. So that's it. You'll notice I didn't really talk about the quality of your content or spelling things right or using proper punctuation and grammar and, you know, things like that. I'm presuming you already know that stuff. I'm giving you some, some more general tips of some kind of things that people often don't think about when they're thinking about creating a perfect blog post. The biggest thing you've got to do is tip number one. You need to find your own voice. And that is one of the things that a lot of people don't ever find. And it goes across podcasts, it goes across blogging, it goes across email marketing, it goes across every kind of content activity you can think of. A lot of people never find the voice and never put their own personality into the thing that they're doing. And that is where a lot of them fall down because once you've injected your own personality, once you have found your own voice, people are going to come to you for your opinion and your voice. It doesn't matter if you're talking about something that's already been talking about by other people. If you're saying it in your own unique way, that's what really matters. So I think tip number one from these on how to create the perfect blog post is finding your own voice and not being afraid of your own personality. That was episode 67. And you can find the show notes at com forward slash EP67 if you want even more marketing tips, I think you're probably crazy, but I also have a weekly newsletter that I mail out every Sunday evening, providing even more marketing tips. I'm usually st- sharing an interesting story. I try to be a little bit inspiring, to be honest, Um, sharing an inspiring story, some links that I've read that week, and it's there for you on a Monday morning for you to read. If you're interested in that, go over to my website, scroll down to the bottom as usual, and you'll see where to sign up on there if you've not realized by now, shame on you, but I am doing a podcast every single day for this year. So I'm here every single day answering questions and talking about topics just like this one. And if you want me to cover something that I've not covered yet, or you'd like me to go back over something I've already talked about, please go over to my website at askdesignoranything.com and you can ask that question right on that website. Alternatively, you can go to Twitter as well and just search for Craig Burgess, all one word, and you'll find me on there. Finally iTunes, iTunes, iTunes. If you subscribe on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it if you could drop me a review and thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode, which is tomorrow of Ask a Designer Anything.